Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Believe. Believe in Lions right here on the Believe Podcasting Network. That's Detroit's number one sports podcasting network. This is the show where we believe in the Detroit Lions, and by the end of this episode, so will you. I mean, I'm so confident of that every week because we got the one and only Lions legendary safety, Benny Blades, from the U on here to talk some football. And we're going to get into the draft. We're going to talk free agency, talk about some signings the Lions brought in. They brought in a quarterback. Lots of other things to talk about. But, Mr. Blades, how you doing this week? As usual, Derek, I'm doing just wonderful down here in sunny, sunny South Florida. <laughs> Always getting a shot in on me on the weather. But the weather's looking good here in Michigan as well as, Benny, we got some football to talk about. I mean, free agency kicked off. Lions did some nice things, I think, off the get-go. So I want to talk about that. But I got to tell everybody, they got to stay tuned because you've got some draft prospects up your sleeve. You've been scouring. You've probably been watching some tape, calling all your scouting buddies. I mean, you got some things for the people today. Am I right? Oh, yeah. I definitely got some things I want to get across to the people let them know because I in my opinion Derek I, I think it's going to be a few little shakeups in, in, in this year's draft just like always and uh, I don't know if that's going to affect our beloved Lions but you know I, I think there's going to be some definite shakeups especially you know with Dolphins having that uh, pick hide now and so you know who knows where it goes, but we'll talk about that, you know, during the show. No doubt we'll get to it. And Benny, I got to keep you honest. So I, when I heard you were going to give me some prospects, I've got the draftnetwork.com up. I'm going to see, once you tell me who these surprises are, we're going to see how close you are with their knowledge, as well as, uh, you know, we got to keep you honest. We got to sort of cross check you a little bit, as well as with my draft knowledge. I've been talking draft on all my other podcasts. You can find my other show about the Lions. It's called the Detroit Kool-Aid Cast on Wednesdays and Fridays. But it's Thursday, and we're here talking Believe in Lions right here on the Believe Podcasting Network. So, Benny, you know what we got to do? We got to get our great sponsor, betonline.ag, in here. I mean, betonline is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. It is. BetOnline has hundreds of props in real time uh, odds on almost anything you can imagine. And, of course, the 24-hour online casino. Benny, we have the tournament going on now. Is your is your bracket just destroyed, or, or are you winning that as well? Like you say, you win everything here on the show. No, I, I'm not going to lie to the people. Look, <laughs> I'm not a basketball <laughs> aficionado. Derek, <laughs> my bracket, I think, was busted the first day. And so I just 
balled it up and just threw it where it belonged in the garbage. I have not watched since. So I, I, I can't afford to, you know, lose any money. I'm not, I'm not getting that disability check that I'm... I'm, I'm <laughs> Benny, you you, you want to know who's gonna win the whole thing? You want to know? Oh, that's that's those Wolverines, Benny. You're gonna win the whole dang tournament. I knew it was coming. In in other words, you knew it. Uh, like like here, we we, we got to finish talking about Bet Online Day, AG, before you get after me, Benny. And, and Bet Online, I mean, it's got you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. I mean, it's the best way to place your bet. Head over to the website, betonline.ag, and use your mobile device to sign up. Uh, you can receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. I mean, that's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Benny, now you can give me garbage and tell me why Michigan's not going to win it. I didn't see the U. In, in the tournament this year, I mean, I'll play the sound clip, even though they're not even in the tournament. All right, go ahead. What, what are you going to say? That is the first time, Derek. I want Michigan because, look, my, my boy's there. He's come back to Michigan. He's giving you guys new life as far as basketball is concerned. Okay? Now, Who's that? Jawan? Yeah, you you know it. He's a the fab coach of the year. He's a fab fiver. So look, he's giving those Michigan Wolverineers a reason to really, really, really go out and support Michigan basketball. Now you th- you guys thought you were going to do that with John Harbaugh, but you know Johnny's still winning some games like my <laughs> Hurricanes are doing down here in football. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh, Benny, Jim Harbaugh. And and like you said, we're, we're getting it together. We'll be winning some football games when your team's actually ready to play big boys up here in the north. Until he wins some games, he's, I'm going to call him his brother's name, John. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, now, Benny, I would love to argue with you more and more about Michigan versus the U. We got way too much Lions to talk about here on the show to get into it. So uh, let's kick it off with this. I mean, moments before free agency got rolling, the Lions signed Romeo Aquara, edge rusher, only about 25 years old or so, to a three-year contract, $13 million a year. That's no chump change. But everybody in Detroit seemed to like this move, like the player. He'll be able to play with his brother for the next three years. Good guy, you know, has some decent production. Kind of going to see if he's going to max that out or is that going to look a little bit, you know, like too much of a pay here shortly. What would you think when you saw this Romeo Quara staying with the Lions? Well, I I love the fact uh, that – they, they kept a young, energetic defensive end into the fold. Uh, he reminds me of a, a young uh, Tracy Scroggins. I know a lot of the uh, fans may not remember Tracy Scroggins, but Tracy Scroggins wasn't a, a big, you know, draft pick, but he was had a lot of productivity while he was there. And so this this young kid, to me, I mean, it's it's, it's a great stay. For him to, to stay, and then, you know, what we also got to talk about—they brought over, over a defensive tackle in my in Michael uh, Brockers from the Rams, and I I think uh, with those two, you know, and if we can add one of those uh, edge rushers from the U, I had to just get that in there. Uh, 
I, I think we're in the right direction. We're going in the right direction with our defensive line. And so you've heard me tell you on the show numerous of times we will not Here win. Comes. There you go. We will not win a lot of ball games, <laughs> you know, without defensive ends and corners. We just won't. I, I, I thought you were going to say we weren't going to win without, uh, you know. I thought that's where you were going. But, yeah, you, you've said you need rushes and corners. Um, Michael Brockers, to me, is a guy that we got for a seventh-round pick two years from now. <laughs> so an absolutely just nothing price for this guy. I mean, yeah, he cost you about $8, 9000000 million on average. Lions gave him a little bit of a extension, gave him some guarantees. The, the biggest thing with Michael Brockers is he's kind of a run plugger, but he also you know got after the quarterback more than any of the Detroit Lions frontliners combined. You know, last year he had the same amount of pressures and whatnot that all the Lions had. And he's a great locker room guy. He's a great toughness, grit guy for Dan Campbell. I mean, I don't know if you've heard of him, uh, Benny, but, you know, I think Michael Brockers is going to go along with Dan freaking Campbell with this whole mantra. Bite a kneecap off. We're going to smile at you. We're going to take your other kneecap. We're going to smile at you. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. We're going to be the last one standing. All right. That's going to be the mentality. Benny, that's the type of mentality Brockers has. Nick Williams, big defensive tackles that he's ready to taste some kneecaps. I like this move a lot. Well, I, I really like that move. Uh, like I said, you know, it's one of those things where we have to get some guys of, of value. And, you know, by extending his contract and making him happy, I'm, I'm hoping he'll, he'll want to, you know, give us some push along that defensive line and, and uh, still bring in one of those you guys on the you know, <laughs> On, on the edge <laughs> and no, no. we will definitely be all okay along the defensive line I'm going to keep saying that you know because I do not 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 want to leave my first round pick from last year Mr. Okuda out to dry this year I want him to have a bounce back sophomore season in the National Football League and because I'm thinking uh, our defensive coordinator you know, Mr. Glenn is going to put him in positions where he can be successful. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I mean, you got Flowers, you got Brockers, you got Hand, you got, uh, you know, Aquara off the edge, you got the other Aquara coming from the linebacker position, you got uh, Austin Bryant. You know, they got some bodies up there that I think get after people. I mean, everybody's underselling this front line, but they flipped it pretty quick to where I think it's pretty competitive and they can still add people in the draft. I don't think you're going to get your boys from the U, as you keep mentioning, trying to get more sound bites, but I, 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 I do think they will add. I just don't know where it's a pretty you can find some some nice options later in the draft which we may talk about here later on the show so that went down those two things went down and the new quarterback mr blades came to detroit jared goff with his uh, wonderful very beautiful girlfriend as well as uh he's saying all the right things doing all the right things lions sound like this is their guy i mean 
I've been a I've been a big proponent of Trey Lance, you know, because I don't think my guy Wilson is going to be there. But I've kind of re- reserved the fact that I don't see them taking a QB because they're going to let this guy see what he's got, try to surround him with weapons, try to surround him with a better defense, and see what they can do in the next year or so before they make another decision. Uh, what where are you at with Jared Goff? I mean, like I said, he said everything right, did everything right. I like some of the moxie and some of the confidence he had. But do you think he can come in here and they can buy? Bypass QB for a year or two and just sort of build around him? I, I think what he, he definitely came in there saying the right things. Yeah. You know me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a diehard fan kind of a player. And, uh, you know, fans, they, they, they'll, they'll listen to you for about the first month of the season. After that, I mean, we're blue-collar workers in Detroit. And I tell people, you might well say, I'm a Detroiter by heart, but I just happen to live in South Florida. We are blue-collar people. I don't, 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 don't tell me it's freaking sunny outside, you know what I mean, but, but you're pouring a cup of water over my head. Say, no, Benny, <laughs> the sun is shining, but, you know, it's just a little bit of rain and fall. Don't, don't do that to me. Let me see that you're going to come in and you're going to make this team better. From day one, you're going to be a leader. Not in what you say, in how you perform. Now, management is doing exactly what they they said they're going to do. They're building this program, they're building it so he can become successful. And that's why when you and I today get into the first and second round picks that I think we really ought to pick up, you know, it's going to give him, in my opinion, some more weapons to do some of the things that, you know, to make him successful. But, you know, it's, it's going to be up to him. Please don't just say all the right things and go out and lay an egg. I'm not, I don't want him to lay an egg. But, you know, just come in and, and be that person that we need you to be lead the team yeah you got you got to make plays on Sundays you got to be able to go out there and rally your teammates be that leader I mean I'm real curious to see where he's going to fall on that because you don't get picked number one overall and give up all the stuff the Rams did give up to go get a kid that can't play the game so he can throw it he's got the mind for it he's been coached under a good coach a lot of me says hey man this guy might really come here and be much better than expected and there's part of me that says like you just said hey you come here and say all the right things try to do it and then on Sundays it doesn't translate you're turning the ball over you're not making plays you're not leading the team to winning and you you get beat down uh Brad Holmes said oh you know this guy's track record's proven well he's been under a pretty good team with a pretty good defense and pretty good weapons uh out there in in LA and now he's coming to a team that's retooling rebuilding uh getting themselves together whatever you want to call it and it'll be curious what he does under that um you know, umbrella, but I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. I just think you can't pass a QB if the right guy is there. I don't really know who the Lions would think is the right guy at this point, but 
you know, I'm not trying to put all my eggs in the Jared Goff basket unless it doesn't set up that way. But I did like what he had to say. I liked what Dan freaking Campbell had to say. He was getting after receivers and other people saying, you got to catch the freaking ball. And he was like, hey, you know, Jared Goff needs to come here and just play quarterback. Don't worry about everything else. It looked like there was some kind of sly shot sort of at Stafford about just, you know, kind of just be the quarterback. Don't try to be the world beater. Don't try to do everything for us. Just protect the football and, and play well and we'll be good with that and I think they are excited about this guy there was a video that came out where he was in the hallways and like Anthony Lynn loved him and then he went by Randall Ells the new receiver coach and and he said hey Randall L how you doing and Randall was like I'm doing good bro we got you now <laughs> so he was real excited about him which I thought was fun to hear and uh, they, they just seem excited and like the Lions front office coaches everything like I had heard through the grapevine that it was just miserable there with with Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia and those coaches no no juice no excitement no fun in the office area it was just trying to be all business and they couldn't produce on the football field so I'm glad to see people that are excited have a little energy a little bit of personality I heard another Deuce Daly interview recently that got me all excited that guy's got a lot of personality and a lot of excitement to him and I think you know I I'm okay if they just go all in with Jared Goff here in 2021 and see what he's got. I really want to see what he's got. So, like you said, lots going on with the Lions, Benny. Yeah, a whole lot, a whole lot, man. I just don't want <clears throat> Mr. Goff to come in and be a, a front runner. Yeah. I, man, because that would really, really, really tick me off as a former player that, um, like I said, you, you come in, you see all the right things, and then when things in a rebuilding year, don't go the way you want them to go. I mean, you got I me. Mean, three years was it? Three years ago, this guy was like plays away from winning the Super Bowl. Okay, and he got him to he got him yeah, to the but, Super Bowl. He played horrible in the Super Bowl, but he got him there. But like I said, you know what I mean? He was in the boat, in the ship. Okay. Yeah. And I'll take that, by the way. <laughs> At this point, I think I think we all would take that. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, in a rebuilding process, you know, we we you know, I don't want him, and that's why Dan Campbell and all the others around the, the building are saying, just come in and play quarterback. That's it. I don't need you. Getting on the defensive lineman. I don't need you getting involved with a secondary do. You come in and you play quarterback. If he if he limits the turnovers, that's what he can control. Okay. I, I think they'll 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 be oh my gosh so ecstatic with that, and we won't we won't have. Uh, situation like he had at the Rams where him and Sean McVay within one year went from you know singing each other's praises to oh my gosh this guy has to go <laughs> yeah he you gotta protect the football no doubt about it but I mean like I said I, I, I think there's really something to be said about this this new group of men that are leading this team you know more so even than Jared Goff or some other player I think everybody here in Detroit's been real happy with what Brad Holmes has done. I mean, I haven't heard barely any grumbling about any of the acquisitions. The trades he made have been solid. He's got the draft picks in his back pocket. 
he comes out and he says and sort of does the right thing. So end of April is going to be his big test. Like, who does he select? But Benny, we're about to talk about our sponsor, eBay. But then I'm, I'm about to hear who Benny Blades has got his eyes on here in the draft. So let's go ahead and get eBay in here right now. We got to talk some draft. That's what people came to hear. They want to hear your knowledge. And then they want to hear me get after you about your knowledge about the NFL draft. So we'll go ahead and do that. But uh, we, we, we want to talk about eBay real quick. I mean, one of our great new sponsors. And whether it's Rare Dead Stock or the latest release, you can find the exact shoe you're looking for at eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. Benny, with eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, the logo, the stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Benny, let's put it this way. I mean, if, if your favorite sneaker sellers are out there, I mean, eBay has eliminated all the selling fees on sneakers $100 or more, making it free. Benny, just like we always spell out believe here on the show, B-L-E-A-V, that's F-R-E-E. Give me three free to sell or flip your collection. Well, here's the thing for me, Derek. I just bought three, count them, one, two, three. Uh-oh. Brand new Nike Vapor Maxes on eBay. There you go. I, I got to see the Benny Blades closet. You snuck in last week that you're a sneakerhead. I mean, eBay's the place to go if you want to get those sneakers. You said something about Jordans. This I got to see what Benny Blades is rocking because I got a few tucked away myself, but I, I got to know what the player is, is rolling with. You probably got yourself a collection of some neat, nice sneaks over there. Of course. <laughs> You can't you can't go anywhere in South Florida, baby, without being a sneakerhead looking fresh. And so that's why I myself make sure I sponsor eBay. I go online. You got to. I can see Benny rocking those white, crispy Air Force One Nikes all day, every day. Probably got five pairs of those. But, Benny, if you want to look like Benny Blades or you want to rock some fresh shoes, you got to go to ebay.com slash sneakers today eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. All right, Benny, the time is here. You said you got some draft prospects you got to talk about. Like I said earlier, if people want to hear me talk all about the NFL draft, they either got to wait till you disappear again for a couple weeks and then the GM of the show starts talking uh, draft on the show, or they can go find me on my Detroit Kool-Aid cast where we drink it in twice a week and talk Lions and and serve up that Detroit Kool-Aid. But I want to hear who you got today because I want to hear these names. I want to hear why. And then I'm going to kind of compare them. I did a mock draft before the show. I'm going to kind of see who you say. And then I want to see where they went. And, and we'll talk about them a little bit. So so who you got? Who, who's this first name you got tucked away up your sleeve here? Well, see, here's the thing. Remember, I think right after, it might have been two weeks after this young guy won the Heisman Trophy. Right? <laughs> Everybody says... We got to pick up Devontae Smith. The Lions, if nothing else, got to pick up this kid. And I was echoing that sentiment. We got to pick this kid up. Got to pick this kid up. Got to pick. But here's the thing. 
Derek. Now, the Dolphins have the third pick. And it's been rumored around here that they really, you know, don't want to, you know, talk about Tua and and now this Jamar Chase guy, they really don't want to, you know, get him with that third pick. You know, I mean, everybody's afraid of these kids who opted out last year. Is he going to be that guy? So why pick him with the third pick? So the, that's going to be the iffy part in this whole draft. Now, so what I'm thinking, if the Dolphins trade that third pick and they move down, our guy may not be there. Because a lot of people are pitting Devontae Smith and Jamar Chase, you know, 1A, 1B. A lot of people, they like our guy, Devontae Smith, just a little bit more. So, with that being said, if we get that right there, if that happens, all of those quarterbacks now do what? They move up. Every last one of them move up. Can you see it? What if Kyle, Kyle Pitts fall to us? Do you think we get the kid? I'm just asking. All right, Benny, there's so much to unpack there. But like I said, this is your show. This is your draft thing. But I want to throw a couple things out. First of all, Devontae Smith, he's your boy. You're the one that keeps bringing him up. You love him. Yeah, he won a Heisman. We get it. I I don't mind the player, and I wouldn't mind the Lions taking him. But in this mock draft I did, Mr. Smith is going all the way down at number 15 in this mock. Uh, And and here's the thing. Like, they do have number three, Jamar Chase, to to the Dolphins. But... Here's my question, or here's my retort to you. If the Dolphins are trading out of three, it's a team coming up to get a quarterback. I could see quarterbacks going one, two, three, four in this draft. So I, I just don't understand. I can see Jamar Chase not getting to us, but Devontae Smith will most likely be there, no question about it. It's just will the Lions take him? And then to finish out my point, Benny, in this mock draft, I quickly made picks for the Lions, and it went... Trevor Lawrence, one. Zach Wilson, two. Jamar Chase. Penny Sewell, number four. Uh, Rashawn Slater, the big offensive tackle to the uh, Bengals. Uh, my guy, Trey Lance, quarterback, North Dakota State, went right before the Lions. So I took Kyle Pitts, tight end Florida, <laughs> with my selection because I think he can play wide receiver. He can That's back right. up. He can play with Hawkinson. If Hawkinson gets hurt, he can slide into that role. He can play the slot. I mean, he can do a whole bunch of things. Now, everybody is just lighting up their their cell phone that's listening to this right now because there's people that love this and there's people that all they see is T.E. by his name and they cannot stand it. So I, I'm taking the kid if he's the best on the board. He was in this mock that I did. So there you go. That's what I'm trying to tell you, you know, because South Florida has been buzzing about, you know, they they really, really, really don't want to spin because the Dolphins, <laughs> they they got it. They got a, another pick in the, in the mid-rounds. And so why not pick up another mid-round pick and you could probably pick up a third or maybe a fourth rounder in this year's draft. The Dolphins need value. They need picks, okay? And so if that does... And like I did say, Derek, the quarterbacks move up. Kyle Pitts may fall right in our laps. I'm telling you. (laughs) 
he, he might. It's just, you know, like I say, that's a new age pick. That's a flex tight end. That's a guy that, you know, uh, it's just some people love it. Some people don't get it. And like for me, it's it's all about the player. Like if this guy's going to come in and be a demon in the middle of the field, if he's going to be a real playmaker, then I got no problem taking him at that spot. If, if there's nobody else, like I said, quarterbacks are king, but I've kind of, you know, Justin Fields was there in this mock, but I pulled off that just because I think, like you said, the Jared Goff thing is real, especially for this year. And unless they love Justin Fields and I, we don't know it. Um, I think they would pass just to give Goff his chance without any competition really this year. But I, I mean, I like the way you're thinking, Benny. I just I think you're in love with Devontae Smith too much because I think that he could go like in that eight to 12 type area. But he, I don't see him going before seven. And I don't if he slides, uh, you know, into the 15s or 18s, I could see that as well just because of his his size and all that. But I think he's a good player. I just I just don't know that. He makes sense. Um, like I said, Jamar Chase and Devontae Smith are the two receivers I would like at the seven. The guy I don't really love is Waddle just because we've already added some speed, Benny. We added this kid named Paramin. Have you heard of him? <laughs> I think you probably played with uh, Pops there. Have I heard of Paramin? Man, I, I, I was with Pops when that kid was born. I, <laughs> have I heard of him? Are you kidding me? Listen, if this guy has... And for everybody that's listening to the sound of my voice <laughs> and that knew his dad, if he has one sixteenth of the heart that his dad has and had, we've got ourselves a star. Because let me tell you something. I'm going back old school. His dad was what we call a play. Maker, so I'm not, I'm not gonna beat the young man up, you know he's been nicked and banged, but you know, hey, if Ozzie Newsom picked him in the first round five years ago, you know what I mean? That, that that's what happens when you get these track guys that you know pull hamstrings and you know, things don't feel right. <laughs> speed is speed. You can't, you can't teach that. And he, 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 Mr. Brashawn Perryman was having a breakout year last year. And, you know, the little injury bug. And so I, I'm, I'm thinking the ghost of Detroit, you know, his it, it, dad's, you know, alter ego will come out and, and he'll, he'll, he'll be a, a player for us at wide receiver. That's what I think. I think like Tyrell Williams can take the top off the defense and he says he can also run all the other routes. Um, you know, Brashad Perriman to me is a kid that, I mean, I don't know what his ceiling and floor is, but I know that he's kind of in a sweet spot right now where he started off really slow. He came on a little bit. He's had all these injuries, like you said. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him if they make him like a number two or a number three receiver to be a guy that scores some long touchdowns and makes some impact on Sundays here with the Lions. So I'm kind of excited about that move. That's why, like, if they got those two cats and they got Cephas from last year and then they add a Jamar Chase, your boy Devontae Smith, or Kyle Pitts, like to me, that's how you round out that receiving core. And all of a sudden, we got 
weapons, Benny, the old word everybody loves to hear in the state of Michigan uh, that we tried about a decade plus ago trying to get weapons and didn't work out. Um, pretty soon you got playmakers along with DeAndre Swift in the backfield. That'd be pretty nice. So, but, but Manny, who else you got? Let, let, give me another name. I mean, that, that was a fun name because that got us on a bunch of different levels there to things to talk about. What else you got? No, 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 no. I want to go down to our 41st pick. Okay. Think about this name right here. It's, you're, you're Mr. Jim, Mr. Mark Draft, and all of this. But I've watched this kid grow up here in the South Florida area. Went to American Heritage High School. This guy is a world-class hurdler. He went to the University of Georgia. Top defensive back, Tyson Campbell. The guy just at his pro day ran a 4-2-8. Look, I, I don't know about anybody else. I, I, I just listen to ESPN every now and then. And what was that guy, uh, Mel Kuyper? Mel Kuyper said that if Tyson Campbell is not picked late in the first round, then there's a problem. I don't, and I don't think Mel Kuyper's been wrong, you know, since he's supposed to be the draft guru, okay? But can you imagine if this kid falls to us? We can't let him back. Look this kid up, man. I'm, I'm telling you. Tyson Campbell. That's going to be, you put him on the other side of Mr. Okuda, I, I think we got a, a couple of, you know, good corners for for some years to come now. I got bad news for you, Mr. Blades. Oh, what's my bad news? <laughs> in, in, this mock, right? in this mock, Tyson Campbell, cornerback from Georgia, went 86 overall to the New York Jets in the third round. So, like, like, like I said, I, I know you fall in love with guys, especially guys that are like from your area. Maybe you coached them, maybe you know their dad, whatever it may be. Benny, the draft is all about value. We got to get value with these picks. We got to we got to play the board. So that that's a stretch right there. If he's going late third, basically, you're taking him at forty one. I got issues with that. Okay, but why why did why did a guy like Mel Kuyper, now Derek? I know me and you do this show together. You're not a GM, you know. But I think Mel Kuyper's been around a lot longer than you and I have been around. <laughs> I think Mel Kuyper told me that I was going to be a second-round pick. Detroit picked me in the third pick. You know what I'm saying? So, so, <laughs> so he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about, huh? Like, uh, in that example, he's got no idea. That doesn't mean all these draft experts and mock draft experts are right i'm well, just telling you this let's, let's put it this way the kid's a player i'm just i'm just saying but benny here's my here's my argument with you like there's lots of players in this draft there's lots of good football players if we can get the kid in the third round i'm not taking him 41st now i'm not saying that's perfect because like you've said there's lots of surprises in the draft this kid could go right around this 40 to 45 50 type value but in this example and like you said mel kuyper i i would like to go one-on-one with mel kuyper okay he's old he's read a bunch of books he he writes a newsletter whatever he does congratulations i mean he's got a slick haircut He's got these this weird uh, glasses that he wears. I mean, it's it's all about knowledge. So, so Benny, you want to hear who I took at 41 for the Detroit Lions in this mock? I took 
Because, Benny, I got to get after the quarterback and I got to do it from multiple levels, even though we've already added to those areas in some degree. I took Joseph Asai, the edge outside linebacker rush player from Texas. I mean, do you want to hear about this this kid, Benny? He can he can rush with his hand down. He can stand up. He can come from linebacker. He's 6'3", 245, junior, four-star athlete. I mean, can play in almost any system. I'm, I'm, I'm getting him, and I'm letting our defense figure out what to do with him because I feel like he can do almost anything you want him to do. So I, I'm taking him with a rush player over a, a corner. And, and you just danced around. We got AO. We got OK. Kuda, we're trying to find ourselves a slot corner or there's this other kid that I love. I don't know where he went in this map. Oh, he went 34. So he wasn't available. Trayvon Morig, the safety out of TCU. Look out for that name. If he's on the board for the Lions. that kid's a ball player. He can play safety, he can play slot, do a whole bunch of things too. So that, those would be my selections. So you got a little bit of a reach there, Benny, uh, a little bit of a round reach just because you like the kid. I'm just saying it, 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 it's not, it's not a reach. You know, sometimes, look, you guys just got to throw some of these things out the window because it is crazy how this, this draft goes. And matter of fact, you email me all those pictures you just said, and on draft day, I'm going to be texting you saying, <laughs> oh, my God, is that what you said? Because to me... See, I did a, a few comparisons. Just my guys from the U. Just my edge rushers. <laughs> okay, you gotta, you gotta self-check yourself. Now, see, everybody is is was high on, on Mr. Phillips, and I, I love Mr. Phillips. Here's a kid that's 6'5", 266 pounds. Okay? The only reason, and I'm talking about my guys that Mr. Phillips even played as much as he did this year because Gregory uh, Roche, people forgot about him, from Temple, who's 6'4", 235, who led Temple in sacks that year and came over to Miami, opted out. Insert Mr. Phillips. Mr. Phillips had one of the best years that a Miami defensive end had in a while. But Neither one of those guys are going to go before Mr. Rousseau, I call him. Okay? <laughs> Six, seven. Think about this. Six, seven. 253 pounds. The guy has gorilla arms. I mean, he, man, every time I just go down there and watch him play, he reminds me of that kid, Chase Young, for what is it, the, the, the Washington team. I almost said the Redskins. <laughs> I mean, he just makes plays all over the field. And so, what? just think about it. What happens if you get all of these haters that just don't like those guys from the U because they just think, ah. Uh, but I, I, look, I know Mr. Phillips won't be there because I definitely know Mr. Rousseau won't be there. Okay. But. Maybe third, fourth round, we might be able to pick up this uh this other kid from the U that Ed Russia late fourth round because I he, he might still be there, you know. I'm, you are, know. You, are, you, are you talking about Quincy Roche, Benny, the guy I brought up on the show and said he might be sneaky, and then you tried to pretend you you made it up a couple weeks later, that guy. Uh, yeah, that guy. 
<laughs> well, he's going eighty. He's going eighty-five in this mock, right before your boy Tyson Campbell. <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, look. Don't. No one loves I mean, no. you more than I do. I don't. I don't think he'll get picked. Now let's let's make a small two-dollar wager on this. We're, we're, we're betting on believe right now. <laughs> you you got to okay. take that to bet online that AG, Benny. No, no, but me and you, are, we're, we're betting on believe right now. Me and Derek are making a $2 bet that Tyson Campbell gets drafted before my guy, Mr. Roche, out of my beloved you. Tyson Campbell will go before him. Well, I, I'm not, uh, I, like I said, they got in the 85. I said Quincy Roche in the third, fourth round is a nice selection. You you wrote him off there early. Now you're coming back to him. I mean, I, I want to go back to your boys Phillips in them real quick because, like you said, uh, Rousseau is dropping down the draft board. I mean, he's, he's a bottom round one type guy now, mid round one. Let's see where he went in this mock. Um, and Phillips is, is actually ahead of him in some mocks. Phillips, 28 overall to the uh, Saints here in this mock. And Gregory Rousseau, 30th to the Buffalo Bills. So Phillips has jumped ahead of him in, in some areas, uh, some mocks that I've seen. But uh, like I said, there's really no way that either of those guys are going to the Lions. My question to you, Benny, um, what about this kid Brevin Jordan, the tight end? Like, Let's say we don't get a receiver or Kyle Pitts in the beginning. Do you think Brevin Jordan is worth a selection in the third, maybe even the fourth round if he went there, was still available for the Lions? Uh, of course. We can't. Look, my thing is, if best case scenarios, just think if everything plays out the way Benny Blaze wants them and we get Kyle Pitts at number seven, Right? And just so happens, hmm, in the third round, he's there. That's one heck of a tight end slash big receiver combination. I, I, I love it. I like what he can do, no question. I think, uh, again, if they could wait and fill a guy like that in a couple rounds later, that might be better value, Mr. Blades, than uh, taking a guy in the top ten. But uh, that that's the trick of the draft, Benny. It's sort of like we're guessing of where these guys are going to go. I'm with you. I'm, I'm going to be interested, too, if, if some of these guys you are throwing out there, like you did with your, your guy, Mr. Perkins. You threw him out. He was like a third or fourth rounder. Now he's a bottom round one, top round two type guy. I, I, I I did pass. I did pass on him in this mock just to uh, get after you a little bit, um, but uh, you know, you, you know your stuff. I'm just giving you a hard time here on the show. No, but now think, think about it. Here's a name that all, even all of my buddies that I talk to, I don't talk, you know, draft very much with my buddies. And I just brought up a name. You know, when you're sitting around having a few pops, I says, guys. This Etienne guy from Clemson. The first thing is, ah, man, nobody want to hear about that guy. Because he's been a Canes killer for the last three years. Okay? It's amazing how nobody's not talking about this guy. Everybody's talking about, you know, all these other running backs. It's just, has the NFL not been looking at this kid? I don't know. Has he been hurt? I mean, I just... 
haven't heard anything about this kid as far as draft. I mean, I even try to pull it up. Honey, I, got a, I, I, I got a question for you. Uh-huh. Now, you teased last week you're gonna come on here and talk draft. Now you're now you're talking draft. Was this really just a way to talk about the U for about thirty minutes here on the show? I love talking about the U, Derek. I can tell, Mr. Blades, because every every pick is either somebody that went to the U or a guy that played well against the U or somebody that's from the area that is around the U. <laughs> I mean, I see a theme developing here with these picks by you. That's right, because what did I tell you? The Lions have not won successively in successive years unless they have what? A guy from the U on the team. I've heard that once or twice from you. But you go back and look it up. Has not failed us yet. It's just something. It's just something about these South Florida kids. (laughs) I I think we gotta officially we gotta officially close the U portion of the show with this. (laughs) Mr. Blades, do do you want to hear my selections? All all five or all six of them for the Detroit Lions. You can pick them apart, and then we gotta close up the show and get up out of here. Unless you got any other gems you wanna you wanna talk about, either that were recruited by the U or or went there. I mean, the reason ATN isn't getting talked about, by the way, is um, he's a running back, and running backs get devalued in the draft. And the Lions don't need a running back because they picked up Jamal Williams, who we didn't talk about, who's got a lot of juice and can do some nice things for the Lions. And there's some other. This kid is just going off everybody's radar all of a sudden. Yeah. You know? Like I said, he plays running back. I like the player, but it's all about value, Mr. Blades. And and running backs barely get taken in the first, second round. And when they do, they got to be real special. And uh, he's special, but I see him going at the bottom of round one, maybe uh, early round two. But good football player just plays the wrong spot. All right. Let me, let me, let me hear your six. Okay. I, I got to hear it so I can so, pick you apart. <laughs> all right. So, like I said, I did a quick mock. I just sort of took some picks that I thought were, uh, you know, nice value, good draft picks, filled some needs, things like that. So, at number seven, I did take Kyle Pitts in this mock, uh, tight end for Florida. At 41, I took Joseph Asai, the linebacker, outside linebacker, edge type player from Texas. At 72, I took Carlos Boogie Basham, edge player from Wake Forest. I mean, big guy, like six four. 280 pounds, a lot of skills and abilities needs to be developed a little bit. At 101, I waited on this position. I think I got a really good football player. Um, I mean, he's from a, a university, Benny, that I like. I mean, I'll just sum it up for you real quick. I took Cameron McGrone from Michigan. Let's go, Blue. There you go. See how I nailed that right on the sound bite, Benny? That's how you do it. That's, that's, that's a pro right there. Hold on, I'm not done. Go ahead. You want to jump in on me now? Just like you beat up on me about my games, you just had to pick a guy from the U. I mean, from from up. Did I just say to you? Yeah. Michigan, you just had to pick him, didn't you? 
Yeah, because I don't know if you've seen Cameron Grown Benny, but he's a D-A-W-G. That's a dog. He's had some injury issues and he's didn't play as well, you know, the last year or so. But man, when he came on as a freshman, this guy's all over the football field getting after it. And like I say, if I can get him in the fourth round there or the back of the third, sign me up because I think he's a straight up ball player. Put him in the middle of my defense, put him behind Jamie Collins and let him figure it out and then just let him just run the defense he'd probably be the captain of my defense in a perfect world uh at 112 this is another kid i absolutely love ben you got to read up on this kid i'm not saying he's aaron donald but he looks like aaron donald he went to pittsburgh um, I think he wore Aaron Donald's number. He's 99th overall by the draft network. Aaron Donald wears 99. He he benched like 40 reps recently at his uh, at his pro day. He's a, he's a penetrating defensive tackle. I don't know, kind of like Aaron Donald. I'd love the Lions to bring him in and just see if they can make him into Aaron Donald light. And that's Jalen Twyman from Pittsburgh, interior defensive tackle. Put him next to Brockers, too, and let him learn the learning tree. And then at 153, because I filled all these needs and took best player available rather than, I don't know, reaching a round or two like, you know, others do. Not pointing any elbows at you, Mr. Blades, of course. Um, At at 153, I took Chubba Hubbard running back Oklahoma State because, like I said, we don't need a running back. But at, at round five, if a kid like that is sitting there that I can pair up with Swift and Jamal Williams, I'm going to take him just because I feel like he's the best on the board. So there you go. Those are my picks. I'm not going to take a guy because his name is Chubba Herbert. <laughs> well, that's a great name. What do you mean? You, have you ever seen this? That's a, that's a top 10 name in the draft. And the kid was dynamic in college. I mean, he put up crazy numbers, would have been a big time back last year, came back this year, was a little bit uh, underwhelming, but he can play, man. It's like, I mean... I, I think that's nice, very nice uh, selection there in, at one five three overall. But he's got they all got holes in their game. Like I said, some people will tell you Boogie Basham isn't going to translate. People will tell you McGrone's injury prone. Twyman's nowhere close to an Aaron Donald type, and Chubba Hubbard's injured and just doesn't have it. But I'm here to tell you that, that the, those people are wrong, Mister Blades. Th- those are good picks. I would like that draft for the Detroit Lions. No, no, no. See, that's why I, I, I only. Nobody from the U. No, I've only given you my first two. You're going to make me. See, you keep talking about value. Value, value, value. To me, here's where you get value. If that fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round is those value players. To me, I I reach out and I'm going to give you some guys from some of these HBCUs. These um, just to talk about them, Division three schools, you know, because who would ever thought? Now, I want to talk about this before we close the show, because everybody's talking about this kid from North Dakota State. Trey Lance, Benny, he's a beast. Not a powerhouse school whatsoever. Yeah, they put a you know few mediocre quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm I'm gonna leave it like that, you know, because I ain't gonna talk about you know guys who are still playing. But this guy, he he's only played in 17 games. Okay, now I'm not so that. He's a, like you always say, that he's a top 10 quarterback. When you, to me, when you pick a guy, a guy 
within the top 10 in the NFL draft and you're going to give him, you know, $40, $50 million? I'm, I'm not just wishing on a guy. Mr. Blades, so, don't, don't, don't do this right now. Don't rag on my guy, Trey Lance. I fell in love with the guy. I, I, I would take him, no question. I mean, I watched his pro day. The guy's got everything you look for. I'm just saying, why can't you pick him in, in the second round? Uh, but a top 10? Have you seen uh, Trey Lance? I think I sent you clips. Did you watch it? Did you watch this kid? I've been watching this kid for the last two weeks now. It was, it was, it was, since you sent it to me, he's been all over ESPN. <laughs> and you don't think he can play? I didn't say he could play. Here's what I said. He's played <laughs> 17 collegiate games. 17. Mr. Blades, as a freshman, he had 43 touchdowns, no INTs. He ran for 1,400 yards and four, or 1,000 yards and 14 touchdowns. He can run. He can throw. He's got a crazy arm. The only thing that he doesn't have is perfect accuracy, which can be fixed to the next level. He looks like a prototype NFL 2021 NFL quarterback. I love this kid. Man, if I had just one penny or nickel, for every time I hear somebody say, well, he looks like a prototype quarterback. I don't care if he's 6'3", he has abs like Adonis, and he can freaking throw the ball 80 yards. If that doesn't translate to wins for me, I don't care. He could be 6'2", <laughs> and you don't have, he don't look like anything, as long as he wins and he's productive. That's my thing. Now, I'm not saying this kid may or may not de- develop into a player, but I'm me. I'm not picking him in the, in the top ten. Not, that's just me. That's okay, just well, me. Well, I'm I've just saying. Been- I've been all over Twitter at Derek Okrie, D-E-R-E-K-O-K-R-I-E, saying, man, if Trey Lance is there at number seven, I'm taking Trey Lance and I'm figuring it out. And you know how I'm figuring it out, Benny? Because I'm going to take Trey Lance. He's going to come in here. He's going to compete with Jared Goff. The minute that he's as good as or good enough to get on the football field, I'm going to create packages for Trey Lance running the football in the red zone. I'm actually going to get him out there on a couple series here and there if, if appropriate. And then the minute he's better than Jared Goff and ready to roll, he's my quarterback for like the next decade. So that that's how I'd approach it. I'm not passing on this kid because he went to North Dakota State. I'm not passing on it because he misses a few passes here or there. He's got a whippy arm. He's got the size. He can run, which you have to be able to do in today's game. You can't just stand back there like a statue. I love everything he has to the table. So people, we didn't talk about this before. I didn't know Mr. Blades was going to come after one of my favorite prospects in the entire draft here at the end of the show when we got to close it up. But you should have known that he was going to not like this guy because he doesn't he hasn't played four years of football he isn't some hard-nosed linebacker safety player he's a franchise-esque quarterback that deserves to be he's gonna be off the board before the lions pick so i won't have to deal with it but i'd take the kid if he's there okay you're gonna make me do a lot of digging Derek, because i'm sure there are some kids in one of these HBCUs that can really light it up, a la a Steve McNair, a la a Doug Williams. 
A lot of kids that are stuck at these HBCUs can play ball because they're not prototype NFL looking. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. They're winners. <laughs> well, I didn't say they weren't, but like. are winners. All right, well, you can do all that homework, but I didn't say anything about the HBCUs. I didn't see anything about these small school kids. But, yeah, Mr. Blades, when it comes down to it, if I got to pick between a kid that went to Clemson, Alabama, all these other top schools, or take a kid nobody's heard of, I'm usually going to go with the top guy that's put tape and played against the best competition. And the, the, the outlier is a kid like Trey Lance because you just watch him. And I don't know how you watch the way he throws and the way he acts and the way he looks and, and act like, oh, that, that guy's not a NFL-quality quarterback. I mean, to me, it just jumped off the page to me when I saw him. See, Derek, I'm about to bring you down to the hood. <laughs> you know, it's a, bunch, it's a bunch of them playing street football. <laughs> 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 well, well, go ahead and scout for us. Find the line some ball players down there in South Florida, and I'll just sit here on my computer and do mock drafts, and then help the Lions with all of my good selections while you're taking kids four rounds too early. There we go. But I'm gonna put a winner on the field. <laughs> all right. Well, we 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 both want that. We both B L E A V in that, and hope that happens for the Lions. So. Benny Blades, uh, it's been fun talking football with you. We got to go ahead and close up this show. So, you got anything else like that you want to end the show with? Anything else you want to you want to give the people a little speech? You want to fire people up? What do you want to do here to end this thing? Well, here's what I'm gonna do today, Derek. I'm gonna bite you in the knee. I'm gonna punch you in the eye. I'm gonna. <laughs> any part of you that's exposed because I'm going to win. And then when I can't win, I'm going to bite the other ear. I'm going to poke the other eye because what? I'm a winner. I will never, ever, ever allow you, Derek, to beat me, Benny Blades. I'm a winner, Derek. I'm a winner. All right, there it is, everybody. You heard it. I don't think I ever said Benny Blades wasn't a winner. I didn't say I didn't want winners. I mean, I, I don't know what they came from, but Benny's going uh, Mike Tyson on us. He's biting ears and kneecaps and anything else to, to get the upper hand, and I respect it. Uh, I think the Lions need a little bit more of that as well. So, Benny Blades, I'll do this one for you just because you always do it so well every week. Let's just end it with this. One point. <laughs> Everybody, believe in the Lions. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. We'll catch you next Thursday right here on Believe. B-L-E-A-V and Lions. Take care, everybody. We're out. I believe, I believe, I believe. If I can get respect from these guys, I'm going to darn well get respect, and I'm going to demand the respect from anyone else. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.